You can drop the soup and you're already most of the way to the sky lift. You're probably climbing aboard the sky lift with a nice old lady with a distant look in her eyes. When mm-hmm. Nolly opens the door, looks looks left, looks right, looks down, and then sees the soup. <laughs> which she heard about when she was talking to Augustine and is now thoroughly unnerved to see. Like, did I miss that coming in? I feel like I would have tripped on that. The special healing soup. I'll raise the soup as my own. (laughs) The soup is the message. She leans over, picks it up, looks left and right again, and steps back into her apartment and shuts the door. (laughs) Where do you meet up with Augustine? Where should we meet you, Captain? Oh, by the way, I gave you a gambit because you got a six on that uh, last action, which was risky standard. Nice. You know, I'm pretty sure that if the restaurant's already closed, Captain would probably be having drinks. <laughs> so how long would this have taken for you to, like... Are you asking, like, would you do something else beforehand? Yeah, like, how, how much time do I have to kill? Like... <laughs> If you wanted to go shopping for some spices or something and then, you know, meet them at the market, I think that would be something you could do. Or, yeah, you could you could take another downtime action of yours if you wanted. Yeah, because I don't think I've used any of them. No, none of you have used any of your downtime actions. Because right. last time was potentially going to be downtime and then <laughs> things happened. So you kind of needed to get out of there in a hurry. <laughs> well, sure. And if you think about it, Nolly had the opportunity to come from the restaurant all the way back to yeah. her apartment and that was all time that augustine would have just to do whatever yep um so sure yeah so on my way back i'll, I'll wander through the market and i'll use my free downtime action uh, which lets me acquire assets to uh, pick up spices for this catering we need to do since I didn't get to do that in Arbalon. Augustine, when you say spices, do you usually just use that as a euphemism for exotic drugs? It depends on what (laughs) spices are needed for what. Okay. So yeah, you can do that. Um, You know, we kind of pull back to see Augustine, you know, just comfortably roaming the stalls, uh, picking up, you know, um, some herbs here and, you know, like rubbing them between, between their fingers, uh, get a, get a smell. Um, and you can make that roll, which I think normally just uses your crew crew level. Yep. Yeah. So, and add one D because you're acquiring assets related to luxury or opulence. Oh, yes. So two. I imagine you get it for free because you just hit on all the merchants. (laughs) A five. Okay, so that means you would get something equal to your crew quality, which is crew quality one. Um, and I think these are these are you know nice spices. I don't think they're anything. Well, let me put it this way: a crew quality one. It's not going to be anything that any of the guests, you know, at least any of the decently traveled guests, haven't tasted before. But it is going to be nice and suit the food well. You could spend credits if you wanted to increase that. Yeah, I'm going to spend one of the credits that we just got for for our cut. Yeah, okay. spend money to make money, friend. Yep, from the ship, so brought that back down to three. So these are now tier two spices. So I think you have some you have some rare spices in here. You probably have some spices that they actually, you know, they have their food replicators from before um, the the fracture. I think I've been calling it. Um, not the calamity not the calamity (laughs) definitely not that Um, and they probably like have some dishes that they make and then they take the spices off uh, because you know sometimes you just get sick of having like lemongrass (laughs) uh, you know chicken or whatever Um, so they just scrape the spices off they dry them um, and then they're like their own very rare thing because these, these spices don't even grow anywhere anymore. You know, they, they just come from these replicated meals when they're able to replicate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get some spices like that. So, 
uh, write down somewhere that you have uh, uh, an asset of quality two uh, luxurious spices, exotic spices. We call this paprika. <laughs> it's smoked. Ooh, nice. Extra fancy. That's what it goes from one to two. Mm-hmm. The smoking makes a big difference. All right, and yeah, you can all meet up. I think uh, chances are the the this bridge market would be a sensible place for y'all to meet to meet up. When I'm thinking of the bridge market, I'm thinking of you know like um, it's got it's kind of nicely lit up at night. Um, it's open air. It's got kind of like a you know Hong Kong night market feel. Um, uh, lots of lots of good smells. Lots of different kinds of foods around. Um, probably some, you know, places where you could stop to get a bite to eat um, that aren't quite as, you know, big as the cantina, some places where you could get some drinks, that kind of thing. But not armadillo bear milk, right? <laughs> uh, you would be probably pretty hard-pressed to find armadillo <laughs> bear milk here, yes. That's fair. I think uh, I've had quite enough of that, and I'm ready to move move on from armadillo bear milk. Okay, so... Do you all meet back up at the central market, the bridge market, after um, Augustine has has his successful spice hall? Yeah, I'd say they they probably come back to market maybe while I'm picking through and just buying the last of the spices. It's like mm-hmm. just what Augustine does. All right, I'm guessing you uh, you bring them up to speed with yeah. the what you found yeah so as i'm kind of like picking through the stalls i i kind of relay the information like just side conversation as i'm finding a fresh bottle of whiskey or drinking sherry and uh <laughs> quell fishes the the piece of paper out of the front of her pants and is like captain sniff this and then read it and tell me what you think <laughs> I don't think I need to sniff it. I'll take your word on it. Well, I just, you know, it never hurts to double check, and I trust your nose, Captain. Oh, I trust yours, too. (laughs) Augusta is trying so hard not to make this weird. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just in the front. It didn't, like, you know, I'm not that sweaty. Um. But yeah, I'll I'll relay to uh, Gadget my. I mean, you apparently know something's going on now, so they were acting a little shifty in there and not quite telling the whole truth. So I don't think our friend there is actually uh, sick. Mm, wait, wait! She showed up at the restaurant while we were gone. Yeah. And then what did she do? Well, she helped finish up the meal, and, you know, she was fit as a fiddle as far as I could tell. Did she even do any cooking? Yeah, she she helped fin- finish up the service for the evening, and then, mm-hmm. you know, we got our payout. I, I spent some of it on the spices here so we can help uh, the cool name goes here Kate, with their catering. You and... don't think Dolly... Place the listening device in the restaurant, do you? No. Well, I just think it's extra suspicious. I mean, if you've already called out sick, but then you head back in, I mean, who's to say what Nolly wanted at the restaurant? You really think Nolly was just like, oh, I, I feel so bad. I'm going to go in and help finish out the service. I mean, I'm not sure because uh, Nolly was lying, Jam was lying, Langer was lying. Uh, the line cooks, they're all good, but you know, those three, they're, they're up to something and they're probably in it together. And I know that gadget is real good at figuring out things like that. I know I held this in front of gadgets nose too. (laughs) I guess you could say I have a nose for these things. Um, I like how Augustine knows his cruise drinks. And he knows that Gadget's strength involves her serious paranoid delusions. Um, 
which I totally appreciate right here. But mm -hmm. if everybody, if if all the major players in the restaurant were lying, we got to figure out where this listening device was planted. Then, well, and who is B, and why does this smell like machine oil? Uh, I don't know that it's a listening device exactly, because if Nolly's been leaving more frequently, this sounds like there might be a regular setup that they've got going on. Hmm. So what you're saying is that we need to stake them out because there's something where we might be missing out on money? Well, not necessarily money. They could be swollen. Uh, did anything look off with the books and numbers like things were potentially going missing? Um, no, no, you didn't notice anything aside from, you know, the the margins the... getting a little thinner uh, okay. in those, those recent days. Yeah, I don't know that they're swindling money, but they might be, you know, making money other ways. They might be smuggling, they might be trading information. Who knows? They could be working with, let me pull up my faction sheet... Uh, with with the fleet or affairs. Well, that's no good. Anytime the fleet or affairs sticks their nose into something, uh, the whole thing goes downhill. And you know what? We're getting a good cut of this restaurant. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what it might be, but it, it could be a lot of things. But I know that Gadget can probably find the trail. So Gadget... Turn that big old Suvita brain onto this. Who do you think B is, and what should our next step be? I will say that the only B name, and correct me if I'm wrong, that we know of here is Bliss Langer, the sous chef. Uh, are you saying in the whole game, or just in this specific scenario? In uh, Gypsum Heights. That's true, because the only other B name I know real well is uh, Batra. But yeah. what would Batra have to do with this? Or Bermuda, but he's a historical figure. <gasps> That's true. <laughs> you think the ghost of Bermuda Purple wrote Nolly a note and smeared it in machine oil? <laughs> a romantic note? Hmm. I mean, I guess you could read it that way. It just says put this where no one else can find it. I mean, depending on how you take that, it could go a lot of different places. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, it really <laughs> leaves it open to interpretation. <laughs> All right, so let's recap. You have this note that was in Nolly's apartment that, said, that seems like it was wrapped around something and smells of machine grease. Uh, the note says, put this where they won't see it, dash B, as if, you know, hyphen, as if uh, an abbreviation of somebody's name. You know that Nolly claimed that she was sick. It seems that she was not. Her whereabouts are unaccounted for uh, during the stretch where she wasn't at the restaurant and she wasn't at her apartment. You know that the two other people who you'd kind of dealt with for, before, you know, had kind of... Uh, you know, uh, the first time you met them actually was when they were kind of coming onto the cool named goes here to try and run them out of run them off the Landberg. It's not a great meeting. Um, you know that they're being evasive about things too. They seem to be in on whatever Nolly was doing because they were lying as well. Augusta was able to pick that up. And we know it can't actually be Bermuda Purple because we have Bermuda Purple spirit stuck in a skull in our ship. Lemon tree. That is a hundred percent true. Yes, uh, <laughs> unless somehow they've gotten, you know, they've gotten loose and they're like running havoc around the Landberg now. Unlikely, they are still in our lemon tree, <laughs> along with Brickby. <laughs> it could be Brickby. It's BB. <gasps> That's true. <laughs> they were a plant this whole time. <laughs> so, what next steps do you want to take here? Um, I think it would be good to take the rest of the evening to 
rest, recuperate, and enact whatever plan we want to do on the morrow. That sounds like Augustine's going to schmooze some people. <laughs> that sounds like I have high stress and the rest of the crew does, <laughs> and Augustine acknowledges that. Uh, oh, look at little Augustine doesn't want to trauma out. <laughs> it's no fun. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you see it's uh, later in the evening. Um, it's probably like, I don't know if they keep time like we do, but it's probably like 1030 at night at this point. Um, so what do you all want to do? Can we go tubing down the Sky River? <laughs> uh, I mean... You could probably find an inner tube somewhere. Uh, the river just passes through, so. And it's higher up off the ground now. But, you know, if you season. went up, <laughs> if you went up a few floors, you could probably find a point to, to jump <laughs> off and do it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if sky, you know, river tubing is um, is a common activity here. It, it could be. Is that something people do on dime? <laughs> I mean, it's not something people wouldn't do on dime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you wanted to lazy river it up there, then um, I'm not going to say it's without risk. But hey, indulging, <laughs> you know, cutting loose is never without risk. I'm just, I'm just wondering, you know, you had uh-huh. mentioned that there was this beautiful river floating right over the market that we're in. So, you know, I was thinking about it, but mm-hmm. we may have other things we could do as well. You also have the cool name goes here. And I think actually probably around this time you'd uh, see Aller and Affy kind of wandering around the, the market too, um, picking, picking up some stuff for their own business and they could link up with you there. They didn't like dock right next to you. They docked. Um, I think they probably like docked at the South Tower. Yeah, I, I'm going to uh, cut loose. Um, who are you cutting loose with and what are you doing that is a great question i'm even with everyone so um anyone want to cut loose together and do something Mm, yeah i could definitely is that how we reduce stress because my stress is through the roof yep uh, cutting loose is how you reduce stress um, instead of indulging vice we we modded that in from beam saber Yes, I could definitely go cut loose with the captain. All right, what are you two doing? What do you want to do, captain? Well, I think we have our uh, catering upcoming, and never hurts to get a nice meal in. So maybe we'll prepare a meal and maybe a soup. <laughs> a special but- healing soup? Uh, you know, better than uh, what the Rivercrest Cantina was serving, and you know, take some inspiration from Auntie Gina through Quell's uh-huh. input and work together and make a meal for everyone. Quell leans forward and is like, "I think I know one of Auntie Gina's tricks." Yeah, what's that? <laughs> I think she's a. Uh pretty heavy-handed with adding a dash of uh, the hair of the dog that bit you, if you get what I mean. Well, I've got quite a bit of that. What are you thinking? Whiskey, brandy? So <laughs> I, I don't... So I went was shopping earlier and picked myself up something. What would you say I might have found? Because I'm guessing whiskey or drinking sherry aren't always available, so it's kind of whatever is found at the time um i mean here there's an even mix of spirits from <laughs> spirits <laughs> of liquors uh from <laughs> yes quell oh man i was gonna say whatever we do if we uh sample as we cook quell will definitely get intoxicated enough that if we at some point refer to the alcohol as spirits she is going to attempt to attune with the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's a mix of things that are kind of like from the old world, like even with a label that maybe you're 
only half able to read, um, you know, like old, not actually old, but replicated to be old cognacs and things like that. And then there's probably some, you know, some wines from the sunnier landbergs. Like this is, there's a lot of trade here. There's all kinds of luxurious stuff. So I think you could probably find a pretty good, a pretty good oh, mix of familiar and new things. There's here. like a horribly, horribly bitter alcohol made in Chicago. Mallort. Yeah, whose primary yep. ingredient is wormwood. And like the old, the old uh, advertisements for it are specifically like you know, saying that you may not care for it, but you have to persevere, persevere <laughs> through multiple swigs and it will grow on you. Uh, um, I'll say I probably found a bottle of Borb. Um, so it was it was originally a bottle of bourbon, but the when it was found for replicating, it, half the label was ripped off. So it was just yeah. Borb. Borb. The, algorith- the algorithm has decayed over the years, yeah. so it's Borb, and it kind of tastes like grass um, instead of wood, but it's still not bad. So we've got some Borb. I bet Borb cooks in real well. Maybe we can do like a borb basted chicken and then like put that into the soup with some root vegetables very yeah. borby yeah. a borb borb <laughs> borb burb borb burb soup <laughs> um so are you heading are you doing this on the well like where are you doing this are you doing this in the beluga are you doing this in the cool name goes here which probably has like more of a it actually has a galley. The Beluga doesn't have a galley right now. Yeah, it would have been on it. the cool name goes here, and it's okay. We're we're prepping for the catering. <laughs> oh, also, you could have just broken into Rivercrest Cantina. I mean, you are partial owners. Oh yeah, true. You could do it on the cool name goes here if you want. I prefer that location. <laughs> Absolutely, and that way we can tell them that we are sampling possible dishes, you know, to help prepare our board burp soup. All right, so uh, Augustine, go ahead and make me uh, a roll. Yep, and that's a die per per, per connection, current connection with Quell. Yes. I wonder if bourbon chicken soup actually exists. It does now. I know uh, that bourbon chicken exists. Oh, I crit. Oh, that's a that's a crit. Uh, I don't think crits have a special effect here. I think it's just the number you clear, but still pretty cool. Um, oh this sounds good as hell yeah. so you'll clear you'll, you'll clear six and yeah things you don't overindulge because you were already pretty darn stressed out yep i um, had six so that clears me to nothing so quell were you reciprocating with your own roll yes okay. quell definitely needs to so what am i rolling fortune uh yep with however many ticks you have with uh augustine worth of dice two so and I'm not going to overindulge because I am so stressed out. <laughs> five, so you'll clear five stress, and let me point out part of the rule again. Actually, I'll just uh, I'll just copy it into the chat so that you can all look at it. When you cut loose, you may clear an additional one stress for every cred you spend to increase the result, doubling their effectiveness. So normally, when you cut loose or uh, indulge your vice. I, I'll be honest. This is one of the areas I'm a little fuzzy on with Fortune in the Dark, but the way I rule it is you could spend money to increase the effect level by one. So, you know, you would just, if you rolled a five quell, then you could spend one credit so that you would clear six stress instead. Um, on, uh, on Gypsum Heights, if you spend one credit extra, you'll clear two extra stress instead. Um, so you don't have to do that, but you can if you want. I feel like I should hold on to my credit. Ooh, this one seems extra appropriate. I'm looking at these recipes, and this one, given that we know Augustine goes shopping for Dem Spices, this one is saffron and bourbon chicken soup. Ooh. Saffron is good. So both of you increase your uh, connection clocks with the other. Yeah. Um, and remember to write a new belief regarding the other the other character. Um, so yeah, I just... This seems pretty restorative for both of you. Um, 
how, how do you think this this goes overall or this night as you uh cook a nice nice pre-meal for the the catering team yeah we probably get quite quite toasty and just enjoy i would say experimenting and throwing whatever random ingredients we have just lying around (laughs) in the spirit of auntie gina (laughs) but deliciously Mm -hmm. well i think you probably arrive at something pretty good it is super tasty. Uh, and you don't you don't get toasty to the point where you make a decision you'll regret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no big talk. But do I try to attune with the spirits of the spirit? <laughs> That's up to you. Yes. <laughs> I am so going to try to attune with the spirits of the spirit. Well, as soon as, as someone said the spirits, uh, she was like, oh my god. Okay. I am actually going to put a little risk on this because I think uh, I think attuning when you're drunk is maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But if I am drunk on that spirit, then you think the spirits in it would be extra like attuned to me, right? (laughs) Then you're attuning to something in your body. I'm going to say that it's controlled. So like that's the reason, you know, we're, we're rolling it all. Um, um, controlled standard. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Crit. Oh, <that's> <laughs> okay. Um, I think what are what are you drinking? Like, what is what are you doing with what bottle? Whatever our okay. captain puts in front of me. It could be the borb <laughs> since that's what we're cooking. The borb. Okay. How's I think borb. So I think. First, you know, you like hold it in your hands, you're cradling it in your hands and everybody around you probably just thinks you're getting like really maudlin because you're drunk. (laughs) Um, And you just look deeply into the label and it's like you're, you know, the camera just zooms in and in and in and in on the the pigment of the label. And I think uh, at first you see like um, you see, you know, the, the replicator where it was made. And then it goes dark for a little bit, and then you see like a cask uh, sitting in the basement of a building um, that is kind of made with those kind of white tiles that you saw before when you were when you were deep under the when you were inside that half mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear some people kind of like laughing and calling out to each other in a language you don't understand in the distance. What the hell? So I see the tiles that were also in the in the mountain, and I hear voices that you know speaking a language I don't understand. Yep. Um, and Whoa. yeah, I think you know somebody. One of them walks up uh, and grabs the cask and starts rolling it away. Um, but you don't see their face; you just see they're wearing strange clothes. Oh. Wow! <laughs> and then you snap out of your vision. That's uh, that's some strong borb there, Captain. <laughs> I think I just like left my body for a little bit. <laughs> uh, that'll happen. Is that sometimes. normal? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, you drink this stuff regularly, huh? <laughs> Whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> I can tell it probably has helped you see some places. <laughs> now you'll remember that when you were trying to attune to that damn brick. I said that if you critted, I would give you some kind of insight into the fracture world before the fracture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know what? Every time I want to attune with something ridiculous, it works. <laughs> Every time I'm trying to attune to something useful, it's like, <laughs> I think not. But if I'm like, let me attune to this brick and this bottle of bourbon, which also starts with a B, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm just really good at attuning to B things. Mm-hmm. Bermuda. So just Rick attune B, to this note, and then you'll find out. Because it also has a B on it. <laughs> That's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all on things the borb. With B's on it. The borb. <laughs> borb. Uh, all right. So that was... Um, that was... Are you going to try to attune to the note? Uh... <laughs> Yes. 
I will try to attune to the note. Is can this be me like? Uh, gosh, I don't want to like practice a tune on it though. I've already filled up all my attune, but that's not really a downtime action, is it? Like no, it's, to the note? this this would be another action roll. Another action note. Okay, well, Quell in her tipsy state is like clearly. I'm just really good at attuning to things that have bees on them. Uh-huh. Like Gadget would have figured this out if I'd mentioned it. It's all bees, and the note has a bee. Mm-hmm. Let's attune to the note. <laughs> all right, go ahead and uh, this is going to be a risky standard. Okay. Because you're starting to push yourself a little bit here. All right. We'll see how it goes. A tune, risky, standard. And I've explained this over soup, over to the board soup to the captain. Uh-huh. I'm like, I have an idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. The board inspired me. You, you saw through the board, took another big swig. Yep. <laughs> Grab the paper. The board must flow. Let me also remind you, Quell, that you have warded. You may expend your special armor to push yourself when using mystic powers. And what I is you actually pushing have, myself let me do? Uh, it lets you add a die or increase your infect, effect level. All right. Uh, maybe I want to increase my... I already get three die. Uh, four would be nice, but I'd probably rather increase my effect level because you said it was risky standard. Yeah. So it would become risky great. Mm-hmm. If you right. spend one one of your special armor, I think you have two actually, and I, I do don't think you two. spent any of them on the last job. Nope. All right, I'm going to spend one of my special armor. All right, let's do this thing. Oh, oh no! <laughs> no! Why did that go so poorly? Because oh, she well, rolled because... so well last time. <laughs> because First... note starts with N. First roll was a five six six, and now it's a one one two. It's just mirrored. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How do I how do I address this? What do I do? <laughs> oh boy! Um, God, I was like, damn it! No, I would be able to attune to the person who started with me, not the note. <laughs> <laughs> mm, on a risky. Uh, I'm going to put that little consequence in my pocket Son of a <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to ask what uh, Myriad and Gadget are doing for their first downtime action as you just see Quell staring real hard squinting her eyes and like putting it on her forehead like, <laughs> alright I know we're kind of knee deep into a conspiracy right now but I'm like an old man with a with a project car, you know, like, you know, the stereotypical guy who has his project car, which is always in a various states of disrepair. Well, that that's my drone. We're 13 sessions in. I only have four clocks on this effing rat. But every time I work on it, we, we break it a little bit more. Um, last time we had to disassemble it was when we used the its power core to... Um, to send in the fake skull or fake spirit over to the ghost ship. So I was wondering, mm-hmm. is there does Gypsum Heights have any any precursor technology? I need something to power my poor drone. Cause right now it's an empty husk. <laughs> um I think if you head to the bridge market, which does go uh, some of the stalls go all night. I think actually there's probably like a hot stall situation for some of them. Mm-hmm. So you know, like you know, a vendor will be there for twelve hours, and then another one will move in for the next twelve. Not a um, stall that's selling hot goods. No, no, but there are some of those too. I think if you look around, you probably could find some things. Um, how many things you find would deter- be dependent on the result of your die roll. Um, I wouldn't give you bonus dice here Mm -hmm. because it's not necessarily related to luxury or opulence Mm -hmm. unless you frame it as like, you know, you're looking for like a a fancy mechanical assistant that you could strip for parts or something. Um, But if you were doing that, you might have to make a wealth roll first to see if you could afford it. No, that seems a little rich for my blood. I have one cried to my name, so... Oh, um, that would mean you roll 2d6 and take the worst. Well, let's find out together. 
Well, I I would say, I mean, if Gadget were to let know, or if Augustine keyed in, mm-hmm. we've got three cred in the ship right now, and you've only tore that thing apart to help us out of some <laughs> sticky situations. So I'd be okay. I, I like where your head is at, Augustine, and that could definitely come into play. Um, in this situation, we're just doing the lifestyle role to see kind of what cash Gadget would have on hand. Okay. Um, but after Gadget makes the roll, if she really doesn't like the results, then she could spend some of your cred to bump it up. All so right. That could still definitely be a thing. I always ask Dad for extra allowance money <laughs> if I'm broke. Uh-huh. Okay, so a one. Yeah, you, def- you see one that would be perfect. Um, you see like a little mechanical toy that looks like, you know, it, um, it probably, oh, what's, what's a funny, like, uh, it probably like plays an instrument or something, uh, like a a little miniature instrument and you can tell that it's power source, um, must be some kind of precursor tech, but it's really expensive. Okay. (laughs) Oh no. I am going to have to ask for Augustine's permission to borrow from the cruise funds <laughs> but i really want this let's see uh this this role you're thinking of making is work on a long-term project right yes okay so i think this would be um the way i would represent you not having enough cash on hand here is it would be your normal roll, but minus one die um yeah, I think that's a fair way to rule it. So whatever uh, whatever action roll you would make for this, subtract one die. And then you can spend that cash to buy it back up if you don't right. like the result. Okay, so you were studying? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, you, uh, with only f- the two dice instead of three, you got a high result of four. So you would fill in two ticks on the clock. And then if you want to accept Augustine's offer you could uh, spend a credit to bump that up to a um, result level of six, like the next result level up, which would give three ticks on the clock. Well, with your permission, um, my ability Tinker can give me an extra segment on my clock. So I I could actually have a working basic drone um, with three more ticks. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, normally you'd get two just with the base result. Mm-hmm. And then you would add the one because of your cool playbook ability. So yeah, you wouldn't even need to take the money. All right. All right. So what does this beautiful little completed tech rat look like when oh. Gadget <laughs> finally finishes it up deep into the night in her workshop? Well, let's go back to like 100,000 sessions ago. I think we decided <laughs> that um, it's basically a wireframe. It, the it, the innards are totally exposed, but it has fast and nimble legs. So it's less it's less of a rat shaped drone and more like a skeletal wire, but it moves. Uh-huh. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, and you use it to like lay wire and things like that. Yes. And do other like little nimble tasks, right? Correct. Cool. All right, nice work, Gadget. You finished it. Now if you, now if you need to take the battery out, you'll have to take it apart first. <laughs> well, it's a wireframe. You just reach in and you know rip it That's out. That's true. Good, very good forward thinking there. Um, and uh, Myriad, what would you like to do with your first downtime action? Um, well, Myriad is extremely stressed out right now. Um. So they're going to cut loose with Gadget, if Gadget wants to cut loose. What are we doing? You know, that's a real good question. What are we doing? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Would I be able to, like, combine both of my downtime... We still get two downtime actions, right? Yeah, we get two for free, and then you can get more by spending credit. Can I combine both of my downtime actions and work with Gadget in the workshop on my cane? Um, 
I mean, it, it, at the same time. You is can that, call it combining a, a few up, but it would be like just doing it twice. Yeah, you can yeah, absolutely just, do the same downtime action twice. Okay, cool. I will do that then. Uh, if Gadget will let me in the workshop. I will let <laughs> Myriad into the workshop. Now, Chalice <laughs> is still not allowed. <laughs> it's like a bedroom door where it says like, no, you know, no boys allowed. Mine says no Chalice allowed. Do not enter. Oh. <laughs> oh. I think Aww. Chalice has just been like, you know, sitting in the in the cargo bay, like probably like throwing a ball at the wall and catching it, <laughs> like reading a, oh. a book, reading the book that they brought because they only brought one book. So this is like the fifth time they've read it. That's so sad. <laughs> Dad says we're a family now. They'll never be part of this family. Oh, no sibling of mine. I seem to remember you saying something about Chalice being able to be part of your family in the last session. Chalice is our family. Augustine would. Chalice is at least a cousin. Augustine would have given Chalice something else to read. (laughs) Probably that he would think would be mind opening and kind of like just. Just to give him a better view of the world outside of the assembly. Augustine, the faded labels of your booze collection do not count as mind <laughs> Augustine actually has books as well. That's how he's so well-knowledged. Yeah, it's true. Augustine was shopping for books before. And, is, yes. and they have a bottle of Dr. Bronner's soap just as a backup. <laughs> <laughs> All one. But yeah, uh, inside the workshop, let's see. Um, what does the workshop mean again? Workshop adds plus one quality to craft rolls. So it is craft its own thing. Craft. Not aircraft. Crafting. Build an item you've studied the schematics for. For more details, see crafting page 282. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that would help for making the mouse drone. Um, This is a... Well, the cane could be crafting too, because kind of got that... Yeah, I think it's close enough uh, that I think it's in the spirit of it. I'll let you have plus one D for that. All right. Um, Okay. If Gadget is willing to spend some time here, um, then you could add another D for Gadget, you know, kind of contributing to this. Oh, my workshop's the one spot where I feel comfortable, so I'm okay spending more time here. Excellent. So make some kind of long-term role. Or long-term project role, whatever you think you're you're doing to work on it here. All right. Um, uh, this would be period. Okay. Um, I think I would be. Would this be rigging? I could definitely see rigging. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna rig and plus two D. Yep. Just risky standard. Uh yeah, because it's just a fortune roll. Okay. Four four three. Okay, so that means you would fill in two segments of the clock. And if you wanted to spend a credit, then you would fill in three segments instead. Um, I'm going to keep my money. All right. What are you working on? Uh, I'm turning my cane, which is currently like a melee weapon, into a a shooty weapon. Oh, that's right. Like Ivy Sword, Valentine, and Soul Calibur. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think the idea might have been more like it has a it has a gun in it, but like if you want to have the whip whip cane, then you know I'm not going to stop you. Cherapite. <laughs> um, and then you're you're going to do that again? No, I was gonna I was gonna be chatting with Gadget this entire time that I was like, oh, doing I see what you mean. So you were thinking this would be a cut loose? Yeah. Is that okay? Is that not okay? Uh, well, I mean, cut looses are supposed to be, like, something that is really, like, you know, restorative. Um, and maybe, like, a little, uh, you know, carries some 
potential risk to it. Um, but I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a way we could make this work. I was going to say, okay. you and Gadget could spend time in the workshop making your own version of Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> <laughs> Gadget could make that, and you could definitely tell Gadget how to make them accurate. I am an expert in robiotics, and I already <laughs> assume that Myriad is a robot, so... Together, we could probably make some pretty accurate uh, Rock'em Sock'em robots, but it's all up to Myriad. What are we doing? Yeah. You know, it's it's easy enough to see the two of you getting into trouble, like especially if you're like staying up all night and, and sharing your thoughts. Um, <laughs> I, I think that I think this could work for a cut loose. Okay, um, and I'm gonna bring up that note um, that we found. Uh, Gadget, that note that we found. Um, what do you think was wrapped up in it? Uh, Gadget gets extremely excited, and I imagine part of the cut loose is just a camera panning back and just goes into a silent montage of her re- reinstating her conspiracy board. Where could okay. I use this as my cut loose activity as well? Because because it's reinstating my conspiracy <laughs> board is one hundred twelve percent restorative for me. I totally. flip over yeah. the kitten poster that says "Hang in there," and we are starting a new board with letter B's posted all around, with every <laughs> single noun or adjective starting with the letter B, tying oh. it into contagious diseases or foodborne illnesses or how it tides. With the tides and ebbs and flows of the moving river of Gypsum Heights. Um, yeah. And uh, Myriad is super stoked about this and, like, loves just hearing Gadget talk. So is this is a restorative activity for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so you can each roll your respective uh, connection clocks with the other to see how much stress you clear. Oh, God, I'm going to overindulge. I apologize in advance, <laughs> literally everyone. Um, oh, no. Again? <laughs> I have a lot on? of ticks on the Myriad count. We we hang out with each other a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, we have, I have two with you. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. Okay, only okay. four, only four. All right, so yep, Gadget will clear four stress as she finally reinstates her um, her conspiracy board with an all new all new vectors, and Myriad rolls a five, so Myriad will clear five stress. No overindulgences. Myriad, can I Excellent. please take a page from one of your historical romance novels uh, with Bermuda Triangle at the very center of the conspiracy board? Um, Myriad will get really defensive. <laughs> And be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Historical novels, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we'll reluctantly tear out a piece of the notebook. And <laughs> <it over. laughs> uh, um, so let's see, that's two downtimes for both Myriad and uh, Gadget. And what downtimes they were. Uh, let's see. Quell, I believe, has only spent well in a one, and Augustine has only spent one, not counting the free one, right? Correct. Okay. So I think the last shot of the night here. I finally decided what that how I'm going to manifest that um, consequence that you got, Quell. <laughs> oh, um, damn! Is we pull back from. Um, yeah, I didn't forget. <laughs> uh, we pull back from um, gadgets and myriad in the workshop. Uh, you know, with the with the papers getting pulled out, um, and uh, you know, it, it, it's pretty dark out as we the camera pulls out from one of the portholes of the beluga. Um, and it, the camera kind of lingers just long enough so that we see a shadowy figure kind of, um, drop down from the back of the beluga near the engines, uh, and kind of blend back into the shadows. Like Um, they're leaving from the beluga? They won't get that paper. I store it (laughs) in my pants. (laughs) 
Unless they're pulling it out of my pants. I don't think there's a secret way I could do this, so I'm just going to say that they gave you one engine damage. <gasps> um, but you don't, your characters don't know that. Those until little you cowards. No, we're just going to think it's because of that time I electrocuted the beluga. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can resist that. But you would need to think of a way to tell me how Quell like resists that, and chances are it would mean like confronting that person somehow. Ooh, well, I think that uh, Quell, after having this awkward situation with seeing into the deep past, but then not even being able to see who B is on the note, because the uh, note doesn't start with B, the name starts with B is kind of like heading back to the beluga, which starts with B mm-hmm. <laughs> after, you know, enjoying the boar, the boar soup mm-hmm. and uh, is maybe kind of like leaning semi tipsily on the back of the beluga starts with a B and a B. Uh-huh. Right. And it's like, ah, oh, girl, huh, my sweet beluga, you start with a B, which means you'll never leave me. We understand each other, right? And she she kind of gives the beluga a nice thump and starts to lean on her. And he's like, maybe I should have tuned with the back of the beluga. Beluga's got back. And so that's where she is when this person starts to drop down into the shadows. <laughs> um, and I think given the state that you're in... Um... I mean, she's not totally sloshed, but she's a little schnockered. Yeah, okay. Uh, You were able to stop them from doing that engine damage, so instead what happens here is um, they kind of, like, swing up from the gangplank, and there's just, like, swing up onto the gangway, uh, and there's a tense moment, uh, and then Batra draws her gun and points it (gasps) at your head and says, talking to your ship now, huh, quick call? Oh, man. You know what else starts with B? (laughs) Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we will we'll end there for the night. <laughs> ¶¶ 